to Stock Talk Podcast, where topics are covered and questions are answered across all parts of the show stock industry. Get ready to learn and laugh with your hosts, Trevor Kirkpatrick and Corey Edge. Welcome to the 60th episode, folks. We're at number 60 already, my man. Well, we're uh, not too far away from drawn retirement. <laughs> yeah, something like that. We better recruit better, more help and uh, maybe sub us out. But folks, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, in this episode, obviously, you know by now that every 10 episodes, Corey and I recapping a bunch of things. But don't tune out quite yet. We are going to hit on our top five in an honorable mention of the best names of sires that are out there, multi-species. That's going to be real fun. We did some research on that deal. and uh, But before we get too far, we've got some other topics we want to touch on and get you caught up on what's going on. Speaking of what's going on in the show stock community, there's a company out there that lets you in on all of the events happening, and that just happens to be Walton Webcasting. Ever heard of the small podunk little livestock show that happens in Oklahoma called the, uh, what's it called? The, oh, the Oklahoma Youth Expo. <laughs> yeah, that really small show down there. Yeah, like three people go to it. Um, yeah, March 12th through the 14th, you can find Walton Webcasting there, broadcasting all the shows. Very excited about that. Always love watching Hawaii, especially the Grand Drive. That thing is just incredible. Well, it's called The Greatest Show. They've, they've kind of coined so that phrase. And then on the 14th, which is that Saturday, they're also going to be at the Schaefer Gold Rush Customer Appreciation Sale, which I know a few people are taking swine to that deal. That's always a good event. Uh, that'll be posted live. And they were at, speaking of um, archives, we, we haven't spoke about it yet, but uh, make sure you subscribe to waltonlibcasting.com and go back in the archives and see all of the events that's happened up to this point. For example, I was at the Adam Beck and Family Escape Average sale, and so was Walton. So if you want to uh, go back and watch the live episode I did, Cor was judging in Arkansas, but I took uh, took the place for both, if you will, and uh, we chatted with uh, Ben Lennig and Adam Beck, and also you can go back and watch that sale, all the shows that are happening now, waltonwebcasting.com, folks, you got to subscribe. Very true, uh, Trev. We are we are approaching fastly. Actually, we're I think we're in the thick of it of being able to. So, okay, I got a backstory. Oh boy, my dad and I have decided um, in our family decided that we might try out this show cattle thing. Really? We bought embryos online, and uh, we're gonna put those things in. So. That being said, um, I, I figured that's probably the fastest way to get into, get into it, especially when you know people that can help you. Do you uh, know what uh, what kind of cattle yet? Uh, yeah, we're gonna have some uh, some maintainers and some percentage semis. Ooh, buddy! Yeah, yeah. So is the, it gonna be uh, obviously edge, if all goes well? Edge club lambs and show cattle, or edge livestock? Uh, I think we're probably probably thinking just edge show stock at some point. Um, you know, we've we've got to have the umbrella to cover everything. Edge Club Lambs will still operate as 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 is. Uh wanted to give a shout out um to all those that shared and and uh, commented by the way on on Edge Club Lambs yes, good job, sale. Man. Good sale. Last week. Yeah, we had we had a nice it was fun. 
That's cool. Nice, nice first outing. But dude, Tonya, buying it's buying season right now Absolutely. for genetics for cattle online. Where's it where uh, I mean, where's a better place to do that than probably show cattle connection, huh? Ah, uh, that's where I would go. Tell them about it. Show Cattle Connection is a brand new way not only to sell your cattle, but to buy genetics, buy cattle with a team of leaders that will help you either sell or buy. Folks, you need to get to showcattleconnection.com and either book a sale or look at the sales upcoming and get you some high quality stock. And what's really, really neat and unique about this platform is there's a whole team behind it. That will help you if you have a question. All you got to do is reach out to Show Cattle Connections team. Get with that group of experienced leaders. There is uh, there is genetic sales happening just all the time right now. So pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. Um, speaking of cool stuff, we are segueing like sons of guns right yeah, now. Yeah, there's a lot it. happening this time of year. So we got to tell everybody happening. about it. Uh, you guys kind of heard us... Uh, on Facebook, we threw up a little post about this, and uh, we want to tell you that this Saturday, you need to be at the Seneca FFA Land Lab in Marseille, Illinois, please, because the draft pig sale is happening. Oh, my. I have really been looking forward to this one. There's an extensive list of consigners uh, that I it would take literally a few minutes to get get down like look cosmaker high high points going to be there crestview ray i'm going to leave a bunch out yates is going to be there yates Man, yeah just it's ridiculous. extensive and i apologize i couldn't get them all out there but this saturday at, at 4 p.m we're going to be doing a live preview with the folks there at the draft and then two hours after that at 6 p.m central is sale time folks there's going to be crosses purebreds perfect for these state fairs that's going to happen and i hope to go home with a full trailer just saying yeah uh go out go on to facebook check out the draft pig sale and you can kind of get a little flavor for what those breeders have done i will tell you this they have had quite the run in the southwest and hogs bred very similar will be there at this sale i know a lot of these guys are are kind of gearing up some of their top end stuff uh, to head to this sale. They've kind of kept back from some online sales and other places that they could have taken them uh, because they want to make this the the premier sale in, in Illinois. And we're pumped to be there. Looking forward to it. Yes. Look it up. Seneca FFA land lab. It's about, uh, about right. Uh, what North Northwestern Illinois. Yes. So get there. We'll have fun. If you uh, if you're in the area, might as well drive and see some good stock. So, Corey, we got a lot to talk about, and as people know, as we said, it's going to be you and I. But this is going to be a fun one. Um, but touching on, I know this isn't on our outline, but I want to to touch on the sale that you just had and what was it like having the first your first online sale and enlighten our listeners about. Did the work pay off? What your expectations were? Were you excited? What What are thoughts? Man, that's uh, it. It was so first online sale experience. Um, obviously having familiarity with how these things kind of work, and and obviously buying lots of livestock online, you kind of get a flavor for maybe what to expect. But 
when you're on the when you're on the selling side, it is so much different than it is when you're on the buying side. Yeah. Because um, as a buyer, an experienced buyer has a strategy. You know, obviously you if you're like me, you go and you look at the sales side or you call people that have seen it or you talk to the breeders um, about lots that you're interested in. And then, you know, you say, okay, I'm going to see where these things are at 10 minutes before the sale ends and goes into extended bidding. That's my strategy. I know a lot of other people do that. Personally, I think it's pointless to bid during the day when the sales open. And a lot of people don't because they're not off work yet. Right. I've only but done that people. a couple times to make sure my login still works. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's, and then, you know, but when you're on the, you're on the selling side, it's crazy. It's stressful all day. Like it was like, we started rolling hot, like eight thirty in the morning. We had three sheep that had bids and I was like, no way. I mean, didn't expect <laughs> that at all. And, uh, it was, it was, it was fun because it's our first time taking pictures like that. Uh, and, you know, it was cool because we got to go through the process and really kind of get an understanding and kind of develop a respect for these guys that have been doing it for years and all the advancements that it's taken to put a sale together is really interesting. And one of the things that I thought was the coolest when it was all said and done is, you know, um, one of my, one of my good buddies um, was the sales rep for Mitch Smith. And we kind of, we were at dinner, I don't know, probably a month before our sale. And he said, he asked me what my goals were for the sale. Um, like what's the, what's the kind of the top three things we want to achieve. And, and uh, you know, I said, I said, number one, you know, I want to get these sheep out there because doing an online sale, you really, I mean, you're open, open everything up to the country right, for people to buy. I want to get these things out there, different hands. Um, I want to sell them all because there's lots of online sales that have no sales and yep and understandable. But I want to sell them all, which means the quality of the sheep had to be there top to bottom yep. in order to get bids on all of them. And then um, the third thing was we had a couple of sheep in there that you know we knew needed to bring kind of a certain dollar amount um, for us to be excited about letting them go. Mm-hmm. And so, so those are kind of the three things and we hit all those goals. Nice. Super pumped. Um, and so, you know, I think that's what defined a successful sale for us. And it's in really kind of at the beginning, like, man, I really just hope these things bring a lot of money and all this other stuff because everybody loves that. Right. And, uh, that was kind of the fun thing is, is there towards the end. I was like, holy crap, we got bids on everything. Uh, we, we, all the, I mean, I think we had, uh, we had ten lots. Three of them are staying in Indiana, and the rest are out of state. Dang, that's um, awesome! So you're Southeast definitely getting market. them out there. Goal yeah, achieved. definitely getting them out there. Southeast market was good to us. I will say, uh, speaking of sale season, um, there I was. So I was at the Beck sale, obviously, and did some bidding myself. And then I turned around and came Sunday. There was the Rumacoid Genetics online sale, and of course, I'm in. Uh, interested in some of them as well and you know some people say well the online sale you kind of get to sit and relax at your house and and do some bidding so uh, I can honestly say there's none that's less stressful than the other on the buying side of it 
because I am very competitive buyer. And when I'm a at a live sale doing some bidding, we're going to get into some strategies that we had a topic sent in. Uh, but as of now, I want to compare that to like the online bidding. Although you're comfortable in your house and nobody's watching you bid, it's still stressful. Like I have my yeah. list. What is this one worth in my mind? What can my buyer spend? Um, so on and so forth. Uh, very happy so far with, uh, I think with the pig side of thing, everybody's wanting to sell their livestock early. And, uh, you know, with this no paling thing in Ohio, that's a concern about, okay, we can't use that as a growth promotant. But in the same sense, you know, paling is not the answer to everything. So everybody's ready early. My customers have their barn prepared, disinfected, ready to roll. So uh, it's interesting because people are buying state fair hogs now and some of these Lake County fairs. And uh, it be interesting to see how they end up. But I know one thing's for sure. Speaking of your online sale as a seller, as a buyer, I'm not so sure that online sales are any less stressful than the live deal. Uh, oh, yeah. It's... Yeah. But it's the, fun. I, I love a live right. atmosphere because it's exciting and your blood starts pumping. You're bidding on your favorite one and all that. But uh, I tell you, it's uh, it's unreal. Some of that uh, stress level spikes and you start throwing yeah. your hands around. No, this is... I mean, like, it, it's it's a fun... It's a fun time being the seller because you get to watch what you've, you know, your breeding decisions, uh, you know, all the stress that it took to get, keep those things alive long enough to get to a point where they could be in a sale. And then, you know, obviously you've got pre-sale prep with, with, you know, making them look the part too, and, and making sure that you're, you know, you're getting the best stock you can in your sales. And, right. and when it all goes right, it's nice. I mean, very good first experience uh, in an online sale atmosphere. Um, and what's crazy is, is we kind of, we kind of know what our average is selling them off the farm. Um, and we, I mean, we exceeded that in our first sale. So um, I think that's one of the cool things too about it that, you know, that was the thing I was most nervous about is when you do an online sale, you don't know where they're going to go. You don't know if you're going to get bids on them. And, you know, unless obviously somebody tells you, but that's, that was cool. And had an opportunity to talk to people that I've never talked to before um, that were interested in our genetics. And, and I think that's the value of doing it um, right. for sure. But uh, you got to make sure the stock looks good enough and you take good high quality pictures that don't, you know, that aren't misleading or leave question marks. Yep. Yeah. You got to represent them. Well, tell you what, the old Dodge is uh, got quite a few miles on it putting the miles yeah. on trying to to find the right ones for these families. Very happy with the ones I've got so far. Got a long ways to go, but um, you know, if only I could find a place that had knowledge about trucks and to keep them well maintained. Now, there's a friends that we have over in Pittsburgh, Indiana. Mm. So, let's hit them with it. Folks, we talked about it last week, and I want to talk to you about it again because I probably didn't give you all the details that you needed. If you drive an 07 or newer GMC truck, the guys over at Fleece Performance just released a cool new product 
got it installed on my pickup. It's incredible. Um, called all lights on and it keeps your fog lights and your brights on at the same time. So if you ever noticed when you're driving down the road and you know, you spend plenty of nights late looking at stock out in the fields, wherever you're at, it's kind of, you got to see. So uh, this is 20 bucks. I'm telling you, this is the best $20 you ever spend. So go check out their website, learn more at www.fleetsperformance.com. And if you use the promo code, new promo code, stock 10, S T O C K one zero, and you get 10% off your purchase. Okay. So, I mean, 10% off 20 bucks. Not, not, I mean, what's wrong good. with you? Just go deal. get all the slides turned on back to the show. So Trev, um, we have lots of updates still probably to continue with, but one of the things that like I thought was real cool about stock talk that's allowed us to do some things in the industry that we couldn't have otherwise done before is we had the chance to offer up some ad space on the show um, as a fundraiser for um, Autumn Zundel and family. That's true. Yep. And we talked, we talked about, um, her in a previous episode and, and uh, I think things are getting better. I, uh, the road to recovery obviously is long, um, but we offered uh, on showpig.com We offered uh, some ad, ad space in one of the fundraisers they were doing. And a good friend of ours stepped up to the plate. And we were also uh, on the show hogs for hunger. We did one on there. Yes, so, we did. Uh, Pudliner did one for autumn Zundel and then GNS swine, our buddy, Garrett Sproul bought the other one that uh, we need to tell you about because good friend, but a huge, becoming a huge name in the show pig deal. Uh, yes. My gosh. I was over there a couple times. He's going to be in my wedding, but I'm telling you, even if I didn't know the guy, I would hope you guys get to because the quality of livestock at his place is unreal. He's got a couple sales coming up on March 16th. All the January-born purebreds for Expo and summer-type state fairs. And we'll be on the showpig.com. There'll be some Yorks, some Burks, sired by Kingpin, Family Jewels. You need to look at his track record because uh, it takes me quite a while <laughs> to name all of the, the things that he's done. You're going to hear more about the sale on March 28th. That's his annual live sale at the Harrison County Fairgrounds there in Ohio. Uh, there'll be a 100-plus head of some of those crossbreds, late December, some Jans. Uh, don't know if you heard it of these sires or not, Corey, but Goosebumps, Solo Cup, Hold My Beer 71, Checkmate, Calling Card, which he raised. Hello. Might need to go Dude, check them out. Garrett sent me a Snapchat of some baby blue pigs that were like, literally had just the most abnormal, gigantic legs that I've ever seen. And they weren't messed up, which yeah. is really unique. Yeah. So, show hogs for hunger also great great fundraiser. Um, glad we had to had a chance to help that too. So, um, shout out to Autumn and and the Zundel crew. Keep after it. Show hogs for hunger. We appreciate the opportunity that that both those crews gave us to be able to to uh, sponsor and help uh, help raise some some extra dough, if you will. Yes, it's always good, Corey. Uh... I love our segments, and we may switch it up one of these days, but 
I'm pretty confident that one of the segments that will never go away is Topics from a Hat. Ooh, Topics from a Hat brought to you by Fierce Threads. Boys and girls, if you have not checked out the Big Paul brand yet, please do so. Uh, the Be Nice shirts are really cool. They have some awesome gear. So please visit fierce-threads.com today or the Big Paul Lifestyle Company brand and get you some gear, whether that be for your own stock or to rep the Big Paul brand. So Trevor, we talked about off air here. Um, we kind of wanted to do our own topic because of what is happening right now in the world. Yes. And I'm not talking about coronavirus. <laughs> Heard enough about that. Heard enough about the holy crap. That's a whole nother discussion itself. Just wash your hands. Anyway. Kirky. Topics from live Matt. sale. Live sale season. Man, we're like we're in it. I mean, we're literally in the thick of it. That's right. There's more live sales going on right now than you can probably count on. Your hands and toes. Yes. So I, I mentioned it earlier, and Corey and I were like, we both at the same time said, dude, we need to talk about live sale etiquette. They're happening everywhere with every species. So this is something that can cover everybody. And I know probably not everybody listens to these episodes, just Corey and I, but I'm here to tell you, we have some tips that can maybe get you that extra bid. You know how it is. You're at these live live sales. And people will get their eyes wandering who's bidding on what piece of livestock. And how do you manage that so people don't know that you're bidding? Better yet, what are some tips to do prior to the sale when you look through mm. the livestock? And we're going to touch on a lot of this. So let's discuss first and foremost, you're on your way to the live sale. Corey Edge, what's going through your mind? How do we help these people make this deal less overwhelming? Oh, all right. First things first, and this is always the biggest priority when you go to these live sales is you got to know what you can spend. Yes. Got to know your budget. So that's that's first thing because there's fights that can be had. There's mistakes that can be made if you do not know what you have to spend before you get there. And there is, so I call it, I call it two, you, got, you really have two budgets. So you have, Here's what I want to spend. I don't want to spend more than this, but here's what I have to spend. Right. So like, you know, your upper limit, if you it like, you know, obviously you need to. So here's what you want to spend. This is where I'm thinking. This is, this is what I got in the bank. Okay. So you got to know those two things. And then the other thing is before you even get there, you got to know what you're going to find because right. it may not be at that sale. True. And you can't get caught up in the emotions of the sale and buy. So those, those are pre-sale, like the two biggest things, know your budget, know what you're going to find. Yes, I like it. And about the knowing what you're going to find, um, talk to the breeders that are offering them, uh, because some of them may, may not be as fast growing as some others. So although instead of saying, how old are these? When were they born? Say, what do you think their maturity patterns like? My show is blank. And then that will allow your your breeder to know, okay, although these were born December 30th, these are very slow growing, but will always be stout and powerful for your late July fair, whatever. Right. So like 
That's age. Age is just a number anymore. Yes, sadly. I mean, you always want to make sure they're fast growing. Now, breeders, in the same sense, if you're on the the breeding side of things, be honest. If you think these like a Duroc, you would not ever, if you're a Duroc breeder, tell little Susie who's nine years old that a mid December is going to make it to their state fair. That thing's going to grow like Durocs do. Now, mm. I'm not saying Unless that you have slow growing Durocs. Yeah, I was going to say. Now, I'm not saying that there's aren't some out there, but uh, mainstream is they're going to be fast growing. And I'm not saying uh, I don't want to bash that. I mean, across all species, we've talked to some sheep people where uh, down south they can keep those uh, keep those things for a little longer because their show season's longer. So just talk to your breeder now. The auction's on, as uh, as they say, and, and you're sitting in the bleachers, but uh, let's talk a little bit about the methods, or who, what guy are you? Because when I was at uh, some of these live auctions, um, I have a hard time s- sitting still anyway. That's just my, that's just me. Um, so I'm always the guy that's kind of like either standing by the, bu- by the block, behind the block, or heck, I'm probably part of the sale somehow, so I'm helping get things ready. But... Um, so there's many different, I've, I noticed many different bidding styles. You have the ones that like make sure that the auctioneer and the fieldman do not miss them. Hand straight up mm-hmm. in the air with their number. Hey, I'm bidding. So everybody kind of notices who's bidding, which is fine if you're comfortable with that. But there's some other ways. There's some other methods. Uh, I like the, uh, the wink. That's another method. If you really don't want people to know you're bidding, and you get that fieldsman attention. Now, I'm not saying try this for the first time. You better know the fieldman and say, right. hey, I plan on bidding on quite a few tonight. I'll be standing right here. Um, so that that's a nonchalant way. Uh, Kevin Went would probably not be happy or Chad Day, whoever your auctioneer is, because um, they want to see your hands. You know, They don't want to miss you. But if you're one of those strategic buyers, this may be a, a, a strategy. Yes, yes. I will say... And, and that, cause I've been, I've been a guy that's taking bids before and it's hard with the people that try to do like the sneaky bidding that mm-hmm. don't say, or that don't grab your attention early on. Right. And because like, you don't know what method, like, how are they going to like the, like the, they just look at you. Have a slight nod. Just a, and, and a like, you're like. Are you are you saying yes or are you just looking at me ready to bid at some point? Right. And so that does get frustrating, I know. And bids can be missed doing that. So you gotta make sure yeah, like you get said, their attention. Make- Once you get their attention and they look back at you, then you're locked in. Right. Right. Okay, yeah. so that that brings up another thing. Choice lots, okay? Choice lots. If you have more than two well, more than one animal in the ring, two or more, and you know, the winning bid gets the pick of the of the lot that's in there, right? Or, t- or times the money. Or times the money. If you want to take them all, it is times the money. So here's one of my pet peeves. Maybe I ought to save this for Social Smash, but we have a whole nother Social Smash. Um, <laughs> if you win, the, the if you're the first bidder and you win the first time on that choice lot, don't be the guy who says, oh... I don't know which one. I don't know which. Susie, which one do you want? Which one do you want? And then you have to go clear to the ring, look, and then pick. If they sell more than one per lot, I like to mark a one, two, and three, first, second, third choice 
in order. That way you can look down at your paper. If all three are still in there, you pick the one that you have a one by. If it goes too high and it's sold, you go down to number two and keep going if you want to buy all of them. Now, the mm-hmm. way to prevent somebody else from forgetting those, buy the first lot, take them all. Right. Yeah, the, the, it's kind of funny. I've seen some of those at auctions before where somebody picks the unpopular lot or the the worst one and they spend lots of money on it and then the better one brings less money. Yeah. So that's the thing to keep in mind too is like understand where you're at right? and who you could be potentially showing against, especially in those cases of letter mates or, yes. you know. That that it's, happened to me when I was bidding out there at Bex. I uh I had first choice and my favorite one that I knew that I was gonna be able to feed the best, I picked. And the second choice brought two more hundred dollars than the one I pitched, purchased. So yeah. uh, you know, that happens, but I picked the one that I, I thought I could feed best. The other one sold. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, but uh, you know, what I'm saying is don't feel sheepish if you pick the one that you like out of there first. Um, I'm sure, I mean, it depends on what you're buying, but pick the one that you like the best. So lots of information out there on uh, live sales and there's all kinds of strategies and, but they're happening all the time from now until probably May. So, yeah, I just keep the, the pre- pre-show or pre-sale preparation like you got to go in with a game plan especially if you go to a sale knowing that you're not going to be able to go to any more sales and you don't want to buy anything online right and that's and that's your game plan like if you walk onto a fairground saying i have to leave with something a i would probably encourage you to rethink that strategy but b if that's your plan you need to prepare for it right Know what uh, what breed you want, what gender of livestock you want. Uh, that's a good start. Good stuff. Know, know what works in your program. I yep. like it. Good stuff, good stuff. Corey, I am pumped for uh, our sire name. For, I, I don't want to call this a segment because this is going to be a, a decently long conversation. It's a, it's, a top, it's a top five. Top five with an honorable mention. Uh, so what we did, folks, is we researched... Literally every species. Now, what you're going to hear, there's one species that's left out, and that's goats. I'm sorry to tell you, we spent a good hour and a half, I'm not even exaggerating, looking at every single sire name. And none of them really stood out to us and was like either funny and what whatever, so... I'm I'm what I'm guess I'm saying is if you're going to name your goats listen to these other names and Corey's going to tell you our criteria has nothing to do with the livestock itself but Corey how did we come up with our top 5 Number 1 they got to be original Yes I want original names I don't want copycat names from other species Okay Number 2 I want them to be memorable so when you hear that name, you won't ever forget it. For whatever the reason may be, that's it. And then a third criteria, Trevor and I are goofy dudes. We enjoy comedy. So something with some sort of, whether the just the name itself is funny, it's got a funny backstory, pedigree, whatever it may be, 
So it's got to be funny. So original, memorable, comedic. Those were our categories. Yes, that's how we chose. Uh, so I don't want this to be a big debacle. This was Corey and I's opinion and the ones that met those three criteria. Now, mature audiences will understand where some of these names come from. We are not going to pick something that brings down our show, but we're just going to say the names with the pedigrees. We're going to laugh because that's what it's there for. And absolutely our top five favorite with an honorable mention, which I will start right now with our honorable mention. And I'm just going to play a song because this boar was named after a song that happens to stand over in Indiana. Here's the jingle. Why is James crying? Because he just got dumped down. I ain't even lying. Yo, he just got dumped down. Yep, yep, he was standing in the way, so I jumped up in the air and I ducked it on his face. Dunked on stands at Crossroads Genetics. That is an Air Norman son. And so the reason we put him in honorable mention is because obviously we know our good friends over at Adam Beck and family in Crossroads. I was out there and they were talking about the boar, had some really awesome Duroc pigs out of him. And they were like, do you hear the backstory behind that one? I said, uh, no, but I'd love to know. And they played me this song, the music video. Hilarious. By Froggy Fresh. What is, what is Frog Foggy Fresh? Froggy Fresh. Froggy Fresh. He sings he he like he's like this little hick, hickerbilly white rapper kid <laughs> from somewhere in Kentucky, I'm sure. Like <laughs> he has hilarious little raps. <laughs> they are, and it's good it's a good jam, but they named the boar Dunked On, which stands at crossroads, and uh hilarious. But that's our honorable mention. Number five. Okay, coming in at number five is a 620 solid gold sun. Yeah, we're talking southern style slick shorn show cattle from Horn Livestock. Pump Daddy. Love it. Pump Daddy. Pump Daddy. Uh, I do, I have heard maybe a little bit of a backstory about a kid that in, maybe attended an institution that they called Two Pump. I won't go any further. Pump Daddy, hilarious name, very memorable. Yes, like, that was one of our criteria. Forget one. Never forget that one. Pump Daddy, love it. That's I just love livestock names. It's yeah. just this is fun. Okay, you know, like that's part of the the joy of owning a company that uh, keeps sires is to name them, and you've got to name them something that people remember when it's time to breed their females. So Pump Daddy is definitely one of those. However. Coming in at number four. Number four. Shower chicken. That one stands out for sure. That's a buck at Hinman's in Middlesworth that definitely stood out in our research. Shower chicken. I, I would love to know the backstory. Completely original. Chicken. Completely original. Um, I've got no clue where that name came from. That's an arms race, son. So I don't know how that... I don't think it's supposed to relate, but... Shower, shower check, it's pretty funny. <laughs> that was definitely, uh, we just need something random that people might think's funny. And I think it, I think it worked for them. Now, when we get into this top three, this is, this is some serious creative work that's been done here. Serious creative work. Number three. Pure enough. Uh, Are you kidding me? How could he not be in the top five? Yeah. How could he not be in the top three? 
I'm sure some people would probably say he belongs number one. But wait till we get to the top, the the next two. Dude, pure enough. Think about I mean, the Bucks all white. Okay. He's like, I don't know what percentage Dorset he actually is, but talk about shaking things up uh-huh. and making some pure red people mad. Yeah. I love it. Probably not as much funny as it is clever and rememberable. Memorable. Yeah. Incredibly original. <laughs> like there there's no way that you can I mean a white buck will never top that name. Yes. That's a great way to break our top three. Whew. Number two. Stands at Real McCoy Genetics. No branches is his name. And here's his pedigree. Secret Society, Dirty Secret. And if you think of a family tree, that one went straight up. <laughs> Therefore, no branches on that tree. <laughs> Dude, I was at I was at the National Farm Machinery Show in Louisville, and Mike showed me a picture of that one. And I was like, oh, what are you guys going to call him? He's like, no branches. So I'm like, like, this is before I learned the pedigree. And I was like, no branches. Oh, like, you know how, like, you don't, if somebody, like, makes you mad, you don't send, like, uh, extend them a yeah. branch, yeah. a helping hand. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, oh, like, you know, you're getting at somebody for this. And no, he's like, no. And then he told me his pedigree. And I'm like, even better. <laughs> <laughs> oh man when you can mm. name a sire from their pedigree it it just sticks and our top two happen to do that and they're both boars um and this is going to be cliche come from the pig guy but there are some pretty solid boar names out there and i think i was thinking on this because there are so many generation intervals so quick that they have to come out with better ones more and more. And, right. you know, they come in and out so frequently. I mean, you gotta, you gotta come up with original. Now, Corey, I'm gonna let you do the honors. Number one. Huh. This thing broke the internet literally about like four days ago. And there is something to be said about this firm when it comes to naming livestock, like literally there's probably all five slots could have been filled by Wintex boars. So the number one sire name in 2020 is a safe word son at Wintex named keep going. Oh, man. I will say, uh, Will, I'm sure Jabe has a little input, too, but Will Winter, man, I don't know if you ever listen to these, but you are incredible when it comes to naming livestock. I mean, you go back. I would love to know the story behind Hold My Beer and Are You My Sister. <laughs> I mean, they keep going on and on, but holy cow. It makes me laugh. I saw this on Facebook and sent it to Corey. And the guy's brilliant. The name's hilarious. I'm sorry that it, it, but it is, and it's it's all of the criteria that we talked about. It's memorable, original, and absolutely hilarious. There's so when it comes, yeah, like I said, the Wintex crew probably could have filled all five slots at some point because one of the most creative firms when it comes to naming livestock. There's so many more out there. 
this is our top five with an honorable mention. Yes. And, and I'm sure mostly because that song and music video <laughs> is just incredible. I'm yeah. getting dunked on. Hey, and if you know, if you have a, if you have a buck out there, a goat, you need to send us uh, a really good name because we honestly, we tried, we tried to get all species in there. Couldn't yeah. find one that really uh, tripped our trigger. So this is our top there five. There probably is. There, there probably is one out there. Yeah, we, maybe they're not even pictured yet. You know. Yeah. But this will hopefully. It was hard to find one. Yeah, hard to find a show kit, show show bull. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right. Hard right. to find a show bull too. Pump Daddy stood out though. I mean. Yeah. Wow. Honorable mention so, dunked on number five. Pump Daddy. Number four. Shower Chicken. Number three. Pure enough. Number two. No branches. Number one. Keep going. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Oh man, what's next? That's what I want to know. What's next? I'll tell you what's next. Uh, Social smash. <laughs> oh, segueing like a couple segwayers, <laughs> like a couple mall cops right now. <laughs> All right, segueing like some mall cops. Anyway, social smash is brought to you by Brad Hal Ford, located in Kokomo. Indiana. Yes, Trevor, you can go buy used 07 or newer GMC or or Chevy pickup, but go there and buy a brand new Ford diesel truck uh-huh. so that our good buddy Baxter can get a nice commission and help fuel his show pick addiction. <laughs> or, or instead of breaking down on the road because you're driving that old truck that your grandpa had, maybe it's just time to upgrade to a new vehicle with award-winning customer service and high customer satisfaction. Go buy that brand new pickup from Bad How Ford. Anyway, social smash Kirky. Oh Ben, uh we've taken maybe a hiatus from being nice or for being uh not nice. Um Honest. maybe just a little <laughs> bit not nice. But like the shirts say, be nice. We're just gonna be honest. How about that? Yes. We're going to be honest. So our social smash, okay? If you're on Facebook, or anywhere for that matter, and there's livestock for sale, of course, you know, people try to take them down, but you can say things like, we are offering this one and so on and so forth. Message me for details. Message me for pricing. If that is on the post, do not be the guy or girl who comments and says, how much? Or dollar sign question mark. Uh, or or puts a period on there so that whenever everybody else comments, you get a notification. Yes. So don't be that person. If it says message for pricing, you probably should message for pricing. Novel mm. concept. And I will say part of that goes on the person making the post. So if you're making the post and you're trying to sell livestock on the social channels, number one. You have to word things a certain way so that you don't get put in Facebook jail now, which is shameful, but understand. Okay. So like utilize words like offering or the popular ones up for discussion. I don't like that, but that's, that's what it is. I guess I just like to say, you know, we are offering this blah, 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 whatever. You won't get flagged for that anyway, but include like, if you don't want people bombarding you with a bunch of questions, like include everything that you can besides how much the animal costs. Typically that's how I would do it. Right. Like pedigree, location, birthday. It's pretty much all you need. Yeah. 
Like, seems pretty simple to me. Yep. Just don't be that person. Read the stuff before you, you know, click on the thing and read the post before you actually read the post (laughs) and just start commenting. Ah, boy, we covered a lot of ground in about uh, 45 minutes, boy. Telling you. Love it. Guys, we got the show tour coming up. We can't forget to talk about that. We have to talk about show tour because on Friday, March 27th at 9 a.m., the Stock Talk show tour powered by Purina will be making its first pit stop without a live webcast, but it's okay. We will be at the Midwest Elite and Premier Tin Sale doing a live show with Dan Willoughby. Very, very excited. Oh, yes. It's going to be a big now, show tour kicked off right. Yes. And if you are a Stock Talk fan, or if you're not a Stock Talk fan, but you know people that might be, um, if you're not a Stock Talk fan, I'm not sure why you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. But we will be there and we are going to offer, while we're there, we're going to offer a $250 shell credit. For those that submit a topic from a hat, we will have our topic from a hat cards there. We're going to do that drawing at the end of the episode. We're going to have some folks there talking about, you know, what it takes to get sale babies ready, Mm -hmm. what it takes to get sale babies home and on a, on a nutritional path. Really excited about that. Going to dive into Dan Willoughby's history, which uh, we all know is very, very deep. Um, yeah, gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. March twenty seventh, man. March twenty seventh, Indianapolis Fairgrounds, right? That's right. Got to be there. Show tour is getting kicked off, and make sure you're following us on our social media because we're everywhere. We're headed to the draft this week in just a couple days. By the time March this launches, 15th. I'll be uh, thinking about heading your way, Corey. We're gonna go Ooh. up to the draft March fifteenth. Starts at six p.m. Central. I'd get there. If not even if you're a, if you're not a pig guy, you're not going to buy pigs. Come say Just hi. Just come hang out with us at four. Yeah, why not? So yeah. that's this Friday. Uh, the scholarship is still out and running. Thousand dollars for those who are sixteen to twenty one years old. All you got to do is go to stocktalk podcast dot com, fill out the application, send us a letter saying how this scholarship will help you build your legacy as the scholarship is called. Send us a video telling us your story and how you plan to build your legacy. It's uh, going to be interesting to see what kind of young minds are out there. Yep. And I would get on that $1,000, and we'll put you on a future episode of Stock Talk Podcast. So it's another thing. We've got merch on there. We admittedly need to it, uh, order more from our friends at Fierce Threads, which we, we will. We'll get there. We may order some new things. Dude, I will say... There, so I just did that show in Arkansas mm-hmm. last week. There's gonna be, there's gonna be some Arkansas folks that are gonna apply that I'm pretty excited to to see what they have to put together for us. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good show out there, by the way. I uh, I heard, and they're always good people. Oh, great people! Tell you what. All right, I have to I have to dive into the story now. I like it. Let's so, go. got there got there uh, on Wednesday evening. And hotel confirmation didn't go through. Something like that. There's a mess up. Had to buy my own hotel room. 
talked to him the next morning. Totally fine. Everything got figured out and handled correctly. And then, uh, Casey, Mr. Casey Wells, I, I'm, I'm going to throw you into the bus here. He sent me somewhere in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of like a rice field in Arkansas. He dropped, he was supposed to drop me a pin, the GPS. They raised rice in, in Arkansas. Oh yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. Uh, and, um, so I was supposed to be like 15 minutes early to the show. I was like 10 minutes late to the show and then, uh, got done judging. Everything was good. Had a great dinner, skinny J's in um, there where I was at in Arkansas. Incredible. Um, skinny J's just, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, skinny J's was a good place. Had some live music. So had a good evening. Um, Went out uh, to the final drive genetic ranch there with Mr. Jordan Leatherman. Had a good conversation, talked about life, and um, so that was cool. And then uh, next morning, show started at noon, got up, ready to go, checked out of the hotel, walked out to the truck, started it, didn't even think to look at my tires, and my rear tire was, like, on the rim. Oh, boy. So I texted him a picture of it, say, we got a problem gonna start getting this tire changed so i'm like you know you're gonna be late show again. they're really gonna love you yeah i'm in show clothes and uh down there trying to change this tire get a call from casey he says hey we're gonna come pick you up awesome sounds good they get me to the show and uh they made mention that they had an ffa uh a old ffa student that was working at the local ford dealership and that they were going to send somebody out to go change my tire for me. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And uh, so, yeah, they they went and they changed. They they fixed my flat. They changed it. And, uh, and I awesome. got on my way. And they didn't charge me a dime. Couldn't have been more than that. Was, it was pretty cool. Man, you don't find man. too many people like that outside the livestock business. I'll tell you what. That's, that's, that's how my you friends take from care. Arkansas. That's how you take care of people. People helping yep. people. People helping people. Also a born name at Wintex. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that's awesome. Guys, a uh, lot of lot of stuff going on. Uh get to the draft this Friday. Hang out with us. And make sure you get to Walton Webcasting to see all of these live events happening nowadays. Get to our website, stocktalk-podcast.com. Always follow us on our socials and send us your topics from a hat. We promise that. If they're good enough, which most of them are, they will be on a show coming up in the very near future. You guys are absolutely incredible. I say that every week, and I, it's you know sometimes it's just habit, but that's something that never gets old. Because seriously, we love you all. We can't wait to get out on the road, get to the show tours, starting the Midwest Elite, March 27th, 9 a.m. Guys, keep following us. We love each and every one of you. It's been another edition of Stock Talk. I gotta go.